Coming up on HIGMT, six month delays abound for Gigafactory Berlin, another round of price increases for the Model 3 and Model Y, and Project Bobcat sets up roots in Austin, Texas. Welcome to How I Got My Tesla, the podcast of indeterminate length for Saturday, May 8th, 2021, episode 41 in Ottawa, Ontario. I'm Matt Wilson. Let's start off with a few Tesla things you should know. Well, it looks like we're getting conflicting stories regarding the expected operational dates for Gigafactory Berlin. On one hand, Electric.co has a story where Tesla's timeline has slipped six months. Rather than starting production in the summer of 2021, a new report out of Germany now pegs the start of production to be in January 2022. Now, on the other hand, Tesserati.com has another story stating that the rumors of the six-month delays are just that. They're just made-up rumors. And at last week's Q1 earnings call, Elon Musk even mentioned that the initial limited production at Gigafactory Berlin would begin in 2021 and would achieve volume production in 2022. One of the main issues that people seem to be pointing towards is a lack of availability for Tesla's new 4680 battery cells, which are going to be integral for the Model Y being produced at Gigafactory Berlin. Tesla is currently working on building a battery production plant at the same location as Gigafactory Berlin, but that battery plant is not slated to be open at the same time as Gigafactory Berlin. Now, this was always planned to be the case. When Gigafactory Berlin opens up, the first runs of the Model Ys were planned to have the 4680 battery cells that were either produced at Fremont or at Gigafactory Nevada. There seems to be a lot of uh, fear, uncertainty, and doubt going around uh, regarding Gigafactory Berlin, but there's Basically, no denying the fact that Tesla is wrapping up construction as quickly as possible, but perhaps that's just not fast enough to meet the demand for the Model Y. It seems that every time someone trips at Gigafactory Berlin, skeptics are immediately saying, oh, wait, no, there's going to be a six-month delay because someone tripped over something on site. Now, personally, I don't really care when Gigafactory Berlin or even Gigafactory Texas opens. Um they will open at some point and when they do we're going to see a huge increase in production for tesla when those facilities actually open up so why are people are getting so bent out of shape saying that it's all doom and gloom because of a possible six month delay um you know what guys construction is hard uh building stuff takes time and to spool up two new gigafactories and expanding one at the same time at shanghai um, takes time. Uh, people just basically need to be patient. Construction, like I said, is hard and getting the Gigafactories fully online is actually even harder. Tesla recently explained how it was able to avoid the global shortage of microchips, which could actually last for several more years. This shortage of microchips has affected the automotive industry, which is increasingly becoming a major consumer of microchips. During Tesla's earnings call last week, Elon Musk mentioned that Tesla has several very important supply chain problems and specifically mentions the chip shortages. Tesla revealed it was able to prevent it from being too affected by the lack of chips by being able to turn to the use of microcontrollers and developing new firmware to work with new chips from various vendors rather than sole sourcing from Samsung to supply the needed inventory. With reports that Tesla has already sold out its full second quarter production capacity, Tesla has implemented a new round of price increases for the Model 3 and Model Y. 
The latest round of price adjustment adds $500 to the cost of the Model 3 Standard Range Plus and Long Range variant, and the Model Y Long Range also received the same $500 price increase. According to Tesla's website, the Model 3 Standard Range Plus now costs $39,490, and the Long Range Model 3 now costs $48,490. Tesla has implemented several price adjustments for the Model 3 and Model Y over the past few months. In April alone, Tesla has implemented two price increases of $500 each. But in last February, Tesla rolled out an actual price reduction for the standard range Model 3 and the long range Model Y. Each one of them were receiving a $1,000 discount. Reports have indicated that Tesla has sold out on its second quarter production capacity, which is suggesting the company will definitely have its hands full this quarter with the existing vehicle orders. With production for Q2 already capped, Tesla will need to open up Gigafactory Berlin and Gigafactory Texas as quickly as possible just to keep up with demand. And word got out this past week regarding the new project currently underway at Gigafactory Texas. Tesla is planning a new facility named Project Bobcat according to newly filed documents with the city of Austin. These documents indicate that Tesla plans another facility on its land in eastern Travis County. Now there aren't too many details of what the facility will be used for but based on the proposed location I kind of suspect that Project Bobcat is the proposed battery cathode and lithium hydroxide processing facility that many of us have been talking about for the past few weeks. And while we're talking about uh, Gigafactory Texas, we might as well take a swing by there and see what has been transpiring over the last week. And thanks again to Joe Tegmeyer and Jeff Roberts for the daily drone footage. Structural steel construction is almost complete in the 4680 battery cell production area, and it is also proceeding in the southwest corner of the Megapad area. Precast concrete wall panels are now being installed on all sides of the Gigafactory, and site preparation for the Starlink production facility along the west side of Interstate 130 is proceeding, along with preparations for a new road under the highway that will actually connect the two construction sites. New clearing and leveling operations are now underway at several locations with the 2,400 acres of land that Tesla now owns, and some new GeoPeer work has now moved to the proposed battery cathode and lithium hydroxide processing facility located immediately to the east of the main Megapad area. Well, that should pretty much do it for an unusually short episode 41. I'm not exactly sure what happened this past week. Maybe my newsfeed was unusually short in terms of getting content uh, from Tesla's or any other gigafactories. Or maybe it was just the fact that, you know, everyone was focusing on Elon Musk, um, you know, hosting Saturday Night Live on Saturday. So I'm not exactly sure. Hopefully episode 42 will have a little bit meat to the bone uh, than episode 41 had. Uh, reminds me of, uh, I think my brother called me the other day and he was giving me a hard time about, hey, uh, about uh, where's the, where's where's my shout out? How come, you know, <laughs> where is it? How come it's not in my feed yet? <laughs> Just told him, I said, you know what, episode 41 might not actually happen until later on in the week, but um, I don't know. Uh, I was able to squeeze out episode 41, but there's really not a lot going on in terms of Tesla. So we'll see what happens next week. Hopefully we get a little bit more information that I can pass on to everybody. So if you're looking to purchase a new Tesla, you want 1,000 free supercharging miles, you can feel free to use my referral program link in the show notes below, or you can head on over to ts.la slash Matthew40942. And currently the only person to use my referral program link is Chatty. So thanks again to Chatty for that. 
Uh, hashtag for this episode, let's try hashtag Project Bobcat. And the overall hashtag for this podcast is hashtag HIGMT. And if you have any feedback for me, you can throw me an email at howigotmytesla at gmail.com. And I do need to shout out my patrons who support me at the V3 supercharging level. So thanks again to my brother Nick for your continued support. As always, you can watch my progress towards a Tesla of some sort by visiting howigotmytesla.com. And you can also follow me on Twitter and Instagram by simply searching for How I Got My Tesla. So thank you for listening. This podcast is produced by Matt Wilson and hosted by Squarespace. Music for this episode is Cascade by Cubby. <laughs>